everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. How's it going? It's going all right. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, let's see. Last time we talked was the day before the Crimson Tide. The University of Alabama played uh, Clemson for the... Uh, the big national football title. That's the last time we talked. Yep. And Alabama lost, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, dear. So I was with my uh, wonderful people, the Keeners, who took me in. So that was my last night with them. Was I went to their clubhouse, and their clubhouse is like, they all ride motorcycles. So their motorcycle clubhouse. And watched the, uh, watched the game, and unfortunately the team I was rooting for lost. Mm-hmm. But I also walked through South Carolina, so it was kind of cool to have a South Carolina team win. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So then, let's see, the next day I left them, I walked to to Nakalula Falls again. They had actually brought me there, but then we found out that the best path for me was to go to Nakalula and stay at the campground and then head north. So Nakalula Falls is that I put a couple pictures on Facebook of um, this amazing waterfall where this Cherokee Indian woman um, was supposed to marry some man from another tribe. Like, her father had set up the marriage, and she was in love with a man from her own tribe. So on her wedding day, she jumped off of this waterfall or this rock, you know, formation where this waterfall was and killed herself. And so, hence, it's called Nakalula Falls. (laughs) So I stayed at the campground there, and when I pulled up in my buggy the uh guy at the ranger station when i was signing up to get my campground was like oh you know so you just want a tent site tonight it's a little cold and it's supposed to rain tonight and i was like yeah that's fine and he's like you want to walk about or something and i said i am on a walkabout and he's like that's really cool you know you can keep your tent under the pavilion by the way we had these these two guys here about three weeks ago who were also on a walkabout and they're walking across the country. I was like, really? Do you have their card or anything? And they happen to have their card. And so they gave me the card. I put the information down and I messaged them on Facebook and started talking to them. And I was like, Hey guys, like you're in Texas. You're a little bit ahead of me. Just want to let you know, we stayed at the same campground. I'm right behind you walking across the country. Um, so I've actually been talking to them. Yeah, that's really neat. So how do you, like, what are you... Talk about? Yeah. Kind of the first message was just a, hey, what's up? You know, I'm where you guys stayed. I will say this, they did not start. They started in Atlanta. So they're a little bit ahead of me. They left maybe two weeks before me, but they started in their hometown. I think they're from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They thought I was on my, they're like, oh, you're almost done then. Like you're almost to the, the Atlantic Ocean. I was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I just got started, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, so we talked about, oh, I talked to them about, like, do you know what, they know what certain, like, couch surfing, you know, warm showers and uh, what wolfing is, and they didn't know what wolfing was, so I sent them that information, mm-hmm. and then my cart broke down this week, so I actually 
emailed them and was like, hey, you know, what brand cart are you using? Because I need a new one. And they gave me the information and I bought the same carts that they have. So that was kind of cool. And I messaged them back like, thank you. I bought, I bought a cart just like yours. Thanks for the information. And they were like, anything to help another walker? You know, we've got each other's backs. So kind of cool to have that little relationship and understanding what each other is going through. Of course, there are two guys together and I'm just a girl by myself, but it's still nice to feel like you're part of a little group. Yeah. So the cart just broke down altogether. Yeah. So anyway, so getting back to that. So I'm at the campground Mm -hmm. and the security person, the security patrol woman comes by under the pavilion, like, hi, you know, I don't have you anywhere. Like we don't have anyone tenting here tonight. And I was like, yeah, no, I paid, like, here's my receipt. She's like, oh, sorry, you know, the paperwork didn't go through. I was like, no problem. She saw my receipt. She's like, oh, great. Starts talking to me. I give her my card. Like, hey, I'm walking across the country, and apparently some other kids stayed here. Yada, yada, yada. We start talking, have a nice little, like, half-hour conversation. I go back to bed, give her my card. She apparently went and listened to a bunch of the podcasts and everything. Oh, cool. So then in the morning... I'm full, her, her name is Sarah Edwards and I'm folding up like my tent and everything. And I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth and she comes in. She just got off shift and she said, listen, you told me where you were headed tomorrow. You cannot go up this, this one like mountain road. It's really dangerous. It's very windy. It's way too steep. And then on the way down, it's really windy. She's like, there's no shoulder. Like, let me drive you all the way to the next town. I was like, well, you can't drive me all the way to the next town, but if you just want to get me like a couple miles over this really dangerous mountain, I'll let you do that. She's like, I do not feel comfortable letting you leave here <laughs> under my watch. So she drove me a couple miles down the road and she was absolutely correct. I would never have been safe. It was a very busy, very windy, very fast road, no shoulders and a cliff on the other side. So I was like, I'm all yours. And it was very safe and it was awesome. And very kind of her, and, you know, maybe she's listening to the podcast now, and so that was really cool. Also, that same night while I was in the tent, so you know how, remember last time I mentioned that, oh, we have a listener from Maryland named Kate, or, so her name was Catherine, and she's from Maryland. Oh, great. So I got a couple messages from other people who are from other parts of the country, another girl from Maryland who is actually listening and I believe her name is Ruby. And then another woman from Canada, from Toronto, Andrea Hazard, who's listening. So we have three fans that I know of that are not anyone that we're connected to in any way, shape, and form. So I was, like, having kind of a rough night and everything. And I get these messages from people. And it's enough energy to get you through the next day. And I think I even wrote that to them. Like, thank you so much for saying something. Like, it genuinely helps me move forward when somebody tells me that like they're listening or like they care, you know what I mean? So it's almost like every single time I like have a bad day, somebody is there to be like, whatever, you know, pick up your, pick up your shit and keep moving. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to throw, throw a little thank you out to anybody who ever sends me like a little message, giving me the, the pat on the back and the support. It's, very well appreciated yeah well and i I just want to say like i feel like maybe i should apologize to you for what well because um i got the podcast mentioned on the still buffering podcast which i guess some of these people heard it through yeah that is where they're hearing it yeah 
but I didn't tell you about it. Uh, well, that's no, don't feel bad. <laughs> okay. No, it's great that they messaged me. I'm glad they messaged me. So maybe they never would have messaged me if, I don't know. It was, I'm just glad they messaged me, to be honest. Yeah, no. Uh, and that they're listening. And they friended me on Facebook, and that way they can, like, follow along. So, like, I'm really happy about that. So it's really cool. All right. All right. So, yep, left Nakula Falls, got to Boaz, which is a place I never need to go back to. No offense, Boaz. Maybe there's some great things. It was <laughs> cute. And then where I was staying, I was all set with. And even the girl I'm staying with tonight, I was texting with her at the time, and she was like, yeah, I wouldn't leave the hotel after after dark. Not not a great area. I used to live there. I was like, okay, cool. Definitely won't be leaving the room tonight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then left there and was, all right, so the girl I'm staying with now, the truck driver and his wife, the Keeners that I stayed with in um, Gadsden, had given me the number of a friend of theirs up in Huntsville. So I texted her while I was at the campground saying, you know, hey, I'm headed your way, you know, your math friends. And she's like, yeah, oh, my God, you're going to be in Guntersville. Go, you know, my mom can probably take you in. So her mom Facebook messaged me and was like, hi, how are you? And so I was headed to Guntersville, and I was like, oh, my God, all right, well, there's a campground there. And she's like, yeah, you're never going to make it to the campground. It's like another eight miles out of town. You're going to have to climb another mountain just to get there. And, blah, blah, blah. like, we'll come get you once you get into town, but it's another eight miles once you're in town to get to campground. I was like, Oh, okay. I'm probably going to need your help then, you know? Mm-hmm. And thank you so much that she existed because I got a flat tire first thing in the morning. Oh, geez. So I called your dad knowing that he rides bicycles. Mm-hmm. Actually, I called Tim first because Tim had showed me how to change the tire, but he didn't like, like I didn't do it. He just showed me and I was like, I'm probably not going to know what I'm doing the next time. So Tim was busy. So I called Dick because I was like, oh, my God, Dick is probably the calmest, easiest. Like, he's a teacher. He's going to teach me how to do this kind of thing. So we got on FaceTime and he um, talked me through it. And was I was showing him the wheel and I changed my first flat tire and I was very excited. And then I walked about eight or nine more miles. And I see this old man, like, picking up pecans, as they call them here. Not pecans. I've been corrected a million times, but pecans. Well, pecans, is that the Georgia pronunciation? I don't know. I think we pronounce it pecan. I mean, how do you say it? I say it both ways. But when I was down in Georgia recently, I said pecans. and You got corrected. No, they said, uh, they said that they thought pecans was pretentious and they yeah. liked that i didn't say it that okay way. And, and and alabama they said that the people in georgia say pecans and i was like well i've always said pecan pie my whole life yeah and then someone posted on my facebook a picture of a bunch of like you know porta potties and they go that's a pecan mm, not this is a pecan and they show they're not you know and i was like oh okay like thanks for the clarification i still don't know like i still catch myself every time i like say it you know mm-hmm so I, I see this, like, 88-year-old man, and I only know he's 88 because he told me, slowly picking up pecans. <laughs> yep. And I had just started to hear my tire hiss again. Like, I could mm. hear air coming out. So I was kind of checking it out, and I'm across the road from him, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go over there and talk to him. I'm a little stressed out about this tire right now. So I, I grab all this pecans that are on my side of the road and I'm running over with like armfuls of pecans and I drop them in his bucket and I'm like hi how are you 
I kind of scared him, and he's like, well, what are you doing? I was like, I thought I'd pick some pecans for you, because I feel like an expert now that I, you know, did it for two days in Georgia. <laughs> so I start helping him, and he looks at my buggy, and he starts talking to me, and he says to me, what kind of mealworms you got between those ears there that makes you want to take a journey like this? And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to sit and talk to you for as long as you'll talk to me. You know, like that was my favorite comment, probably what kind of mealworms you got between your ears. So anyways, we talked for like an hour, hour and a half. We barely picked pecans uh, and we just talked and he was amazing and he's seen and done everything. And he's like giving me this huge hug. He's like, this is the best thing that's happened to me all month. You know, I'm can't wait to tell all the guys about this and they won't believe me. And that's even better because I tell tall tales all the time anyway. So I won't even have to work on a lie this time. And then, um, he's like, can I give you a ride somewhere? I was like, no, 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 but I do have to go. Like I got to get to, you know, the next place where someone's picking me up and, uh, taking me in for the night. And he's like, all right. I go over to my cart and the tire is completely flat again. Same tire. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have another tube. Like I'm screwed. Like, and it was flat. I'm talking dead, like nothing, no air. So I actually go running back over to him and I was like, Hey, you know how you offered me a ride about like 10 minutes ago? I'll take it. I got to get two and a half miles up the road to where I'm meeting people at like four o'clock, uh, four 30 to pick me up. Do you mind throwing this in the back of your truck? He's like, well, then we'll be even all, on all the pecans that we've picked, that you've picked for me. I was like, deal. So the sweet old man drove me over the bridge, and thank God I did. It was a really bad road to have to drive on. It was basically like an interstate and a really bad bridge. So he dropped me like two miles up, and then I got picked up by Amy's mother's boyfriend, Philip, who is kind of a little novice photographer himself. So he has brought me to some amazing places in Guntersville as far as sunsets and all the awesome spots in town. So yeah, I got myself to Guntersville and the next morning I had all day and I walked around town. I went to the museum. I went to the art gallery and even at the art gallery, they were like, we want you to come back in a year and hang all your work here from your journey. And I said, I would love to like, let's do it. So Guntersville was really cool. So Philip and Donna, Donna is Amy's mother, Amy, who is friends with the truck driver who took me in in Gadsden, just to keep everybody straight on how all the connections happen. (laughs) Um, So the picture of the man with the dog at sunset on my Facebook and on the, on my um, lindsaywalks.com page, that's Philip and his dog. They are the ones in Donna who all took me in, in Guntersville with my broken cart. So my broken cart is still in Guntersville. But they brought me to Huntsville. So Philip had this class in outside of Huntsville. It was a self-defense class called Wing Chun. And it was like how to defend yourself and block knives and block a gun and like, you know, really protect yourself and fist fight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be taking this class. This is an intro class. Do you want to take it with me for two hours? And then I'll drop you off at, you know, uh, Amy's house. So I was like, Sure, why not? I, me and my mom are supposed to take us up to thanks. But why not learn something now? Mm-hmm. So I spent two hours in a, like, Wing Chun is what it's called. And it was a really cool class. And the guy who ran it 
definitely knows his stuff and I would never want to get into a fist fight or any type of fight or knife fight or even point a gun at him because he would win ever. Like he's really impressive and it was a really impressive class and I probably learned one thing and that's, and even the people I was working with are like, you know what? He's teaching you a lot of moves. Let's just get one move for you because we know you're not going to come back. Like, you're gone after this. So mm-hmm. let's just get one, like, block and punch down and go from there. So I thought that was pretty cool and a really cool thing to learn. So then after that class, he dropped me off at Amy's house. So Amy is a teacher at, like, a art magnet school here in Huntsville. Amy. Rope Mill is what? It's the longest or like the biggest, the largest privately owned arts facility in the U.S. And it's this old shoe factory that they turned into, like, you know, the sprinkler factory in Worcester? Yes. Okay. So kind of like that, but 10 times larger and more amazing. (laughs) It's just like floors and floors of artists. And there's like a distillery and food and I don't even know how to explain it. It was just really awesome to be at. And I, so I came to Huntsville cause I didn't want to miss it on Saturday cause they closed Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I was like, I gotta get to Huntsville. I want to go see low mill. I gotta get there. I gotta get there. Um, and it's just, it's a really cool space with artists everywhere. And I was like, this is an oasis in Alabama. Like, Oh my God. You know, everybody's pretty liberal and, mm. you know, it's nice to find these little oasises of, of different opinions. And, um, yeah. I mean, I feel like, like part of what you're doing is to like meet different kinds of people and talk to them. Absolutely. You know, and that's definitely something that you've been doing a lot of and that clearly you enjoy and are good at. Yeah. But then it's also nice to every once in a while just be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's people that I can say that guy's an asshole in front of and not have someone glaring at me out of the corner of my eyes, I guess what I'm getting at, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, I mean, the bumper sticker on her car says kindness matters, and she apparently has bought this bumper sticker, like, for the last eight years or something. Uh, just, you know, and she's a teacher, and her husband is like-minded as well, so it's just really, it's it's. And her mother is the same way. So, like, Guntersville and Huntsville are, like, this wonderful little world in Alabama that I really like. <laughs> oh, and they have so many breweries. They have an old elementary school that has, like, four breweries in it. So, you literally feel like you're in the halls of middle school elementary, but it's brewery after brewery. Like, the school gym is a brewery. I'm like, yeah. Okay, this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I was on Facebook today, and I saw that you checked into... Uh, like seven places, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think Lindsay's in good hands. Yes, exactly, right? Every time I'm at, like, yeah. Well, in the, the one place I checked in, it said, like, something number 805. That's this elementary school that is, like, five breweries. Mm. It's actually, there's five breweries in it. I only went to one of them. And then we went to another brewery in a different part of town, and then, yeah. But it's a really cool space. Um, And then, oh, also, don't get jealous, but I did another interview podcasting today. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Um, So Amy's friend, Katie, who she works with, used to work at Low Mill, that really cool art place that I was talking about. Uh 
And she worked the elevator, so it's like a freight elevator. So she met every single artist who was always loading their stuff in and out. So she actually kind of gave us the tour of the place. So it was, like, really cool because I got to meet all the artists, like, up close and personal because they all know this girl. Yeah. So then she introduces me to, like, the woman who kind of runs the entire facility. And she's like, oh, my God, you're the girl walking across the country? I was like, what? She's like, oh, Katie was just telling me about that, you know. Oh, you got to go over to Princess Cup Studios and meet Beth. Like, she would love to meet you. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I would love to. And then Katie's like, oh, my God, that's Beth's place. Yeah, let's go in. So we go in, and there's this woman, and she's just, like, you walk in, and her her space is just, like, enchanting, I think is the best word I can use. So we all walk in, and she's like, hello, come in, come in. And she has all these hearts like with all this i don't even know how to explain it like you'd have to i think everyone should go to low mill everyone in the world should go to low mill and just experience everything but then also go to meet Beth at princess cup studios and uh she's like hi you know um my name is Beth, and i haunt people during the days my voice comes through their radio station and that's what i do and i was like what she's so she does a couple intros for npr um, in the state, like, you know, the local channel, mm-hmm. but she also has WLRH 89.3 Huntsville. She has like a show or two on the local channel. So she was like, I would love to interview you and do it like on my Saturday show. And I was like, okay. She's like, are you going to be in town? I was like, I mean, and I kind of look at Amy and she's like, we can put it in, whatever. I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, all right. Well, can you come tomorrow at four? I was like, look, Amy, like, whatever you need. I was like, sure, yeah. So all three of us, Amy, Katie, and I went over and did a little, uh, did a little interview, a little twenty minute interview with her. So she will be posting it on my Facebook. It'll be on the local radio station about how I kind of ended up in Huntsville and a little bit about the journey and that kind of stuff. So. I have a very interesting interview opportunity that literally came across my path. I would like to talk today to Lindsay Monroe, Amy Scrivener, and Katie Brigman. Lindsay is walking all the way across the country. It's a project. She's doing a podcast on this, and it's a very insane gig, but a very wonderful one. At the same time, she is walking from Myrtle Beach, and she just happened across the Low Mill in Huntsville, Alabama. Lindsay, Amy, and Katie, I want to welcome y'all to the airwaves at WLRH. Thank you very much for coming in today. Thanks for having us. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, Lindsay, my first question for you is, how did you run across these two ladies, Amy and Katie, here? (laughs) How did that happen? So um, I have found wonderful places and people who take me in through luck and social media, and this happened to be all luck. So, yeah, I didn't want to make you jealous, but, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. You're my second podcast today. I guess I'll just have to try harder (laughs) now that I know there's competition. (laughs) But, yeah, so, and I said to her, though, being, you know, in this kind you know, she's out here. I was like, oh, my God, so if anybody listening in these couple of towns or in Arkansas and Oklahoma hears this, you know, or has family, you know, (laughs) if you have a lawn I can sleep on, I would love that. Right. So that was kind of fun. We only spent 20 minutes talking on the radio, but then she's so fascinating and wonderful that we ended up talking to her probably two hours. 
after we all went hiking and like found these guys spelunking in some like 200 foot well, by the way. Yeah. What? Sorry, I just sprung that on you. So before we went and did the uh, interview, yeah. Katie, the girl who brought us around Little Mill, was like, oh, you know, in my ba- my backyard growing up, there's this little mountain, and it's got this amazing, like, natural spring well. And it's like two or 300 feet deep, and it's got like a mile cave underneath it with a waterfall. Like, we can't go down the well, but we can go check it out. Like, let's go hiking. So we all went to brunch together this morning, and then we went, with her, Amy, and um, Katie's mom, Barbara, an artist at Low Mill. And we went hiking and decided to go to this well. And there were people actually um, rappelling down the well and, like, climbing through the cave and coming back up while we were there. So that was really cool. So I took pictures of these guys coming out of the cave or coming out of the well. So that was really cool. And they were like, well, that was fun. All right, let's go do an interview. So that was a really interesting part to the day. You know, I like to get little adventures in before I, you know, I like to get a couple adventures in a day. Mm-hmm. So eventful week, I would say. Wow. I'm definitely going to listen to that interview. Yeah, I hope so. I hope everybody listens to both interviews today. <laughs> and I told, I told Beth, the woman who uh, works at WLRH 89.3 Huntsville, I was like, her boss works with NPR. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, yeah, why don't you give this podcast to NPR? She's like, I think they should pick you up and pick you up in every state. The local NPR station should pick you up in every state. And I was like, I could not agree more. So you never know. Yeah. you can def- People can <laughs> definitely write to me with any kind of offers like that. Uh, exactly. Podcast at jwgh.org, I guess. Oh, and I had to buy a new cart. The cart... We'll be here Tuesday, and then I'll be back on my feet and moving. Gotcha. Sorry, I totally had such a good time. I forgot about my broken <laughs> cart. Well, that's, I mean, that's good. It is good, yeah. So what's the advantage, I mean, other than, well, I guess the other one just kept breaking down. but It was a cheaper model that, and the company wasn't really responding to uh, requests for replacement parts or any emails that had been sent to them, and then granted it's the weekend and everything, but we had sent messages like Thursday, Friday. Hmm. My mother, me, Tim, nobody was writing back to us, and it was frustrating. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not in a position to sit around and wait, obviously. Yeah. And the new cart, the new cart comes with, like, I can go to any bike shop, any REI, any Dick's Sporting Goods, and they will fix it and give me replacement parts, no cost. So. Oh, yeah, that does sound like. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, I even emailed this company saying, like, I have pictures of your cart in, like, the coolest places across the United States. Nope, but now you've lost that opportunity. So I'm going to go with somebody who's way more expensive. And, yeah. At least they have a warranty and replacement parts, and I can go anywhere. And, yeah. I mean, who knows? We'll see how that goes, too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where we'll hear about that this week, because I haven't got the new cart or anything yet. It's, you order things online, and you never know how big or small or how convenient it actually will be compared to the cart I already had. So, yeah, we'll see how all that goes. But the other, the, those two guys spoke well of it. They did, and that's what they're using. And, like, when they said you can bring it pretty much to any bike shop and, like, any big sporting goods and, like, any REI, and they'll you know, either buy, you know, get you the replacement part or they'll fix it for you. I was like, oh, that's kind of, like, really worth paying three times more or four times more for the cart. 
than having a company that won't respond to you at all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like, honestly, I feel like Tom Hanks in the movie, um, Castaway, like my car is Wilson. Like every time I take a picture of my car, I feel like I'm taking a selfie because mm-hmm. it's like an extension of myself. It has everything that I need, everything that is my, like, you know, my tent is my roof. My, my flint is my, my warmth. My sleeping bag is my warmth. You know, like my food is in there. My camp stove is in there. So it's like, my life is in this little cart. It's it's my friend, it's my companion, and it's what keeps me safe. So <laughs> to lose that is a big deal. It feels like you're losing a friend. Really, I understand Tom Hanks in that movie and his his volleyball. To be completely honest, I toss my cart sometimes as we're walking down roads with nobody on them. Like I have conversations with the cart, so. I'm having a hard time leaving it behind. Yeah. Oh my god, I sound like a loser. <laughs> it's true though. I mean, that's my that's been my companion since day one. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. I mean, two and a half months for like 450, 460 miles. Like you start you start to get a test. You know. I mean, that thing has pushed hard. I've changed some tires. We've had good moments. We've had bad moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've kicked it a couple times. I've apologized for kicking it. So, uh, it's gonna, it's, it's, I'm probably hands down going to cry when I walk away from it. It's still got that clay all over it from when I got stuck in the mud mm-hmm. in Athens. Like there's still red clay, like stuck to the side of it and everything. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's got, it's kind of like, a like you just look at it and you can remember all the things. Yeah. It's, it's my Wilson. It's my Wilson, the volleyball. I never named him, so you know maybe that was what was wrong. I'll name this one, so maybe he'll stick around longer. Yeah, I've never been someone who names things. Like I, even you know, I'm a uh, people out there may not know I'm a musician and and songwriter, and I so I've put out some albums, and I I always just use reuse the name of one of the songs for the album title because I just don't want to come up with a new name. I get it, but I know that I mean there are people who name. You know, their their cars, their bicycles, and everything. Even their guitars and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. B.B. King called his guitar Lucille. Yes, that's right. So, I don't know. Have you been... Are you someone who names things normally? I guess you... I mean, I have three dogs that I've named. I think I do like naming things. I think the problem is that the name didn't just happen. And typically, for me, I like it for to, like, organically happen, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe like big red because it was like my big red cart with a big red flag. I don't know, but other than that, it was just it was just like my cart, you know. Maybe it was not meant to be, and this is our breakup. Like this relationship is over, and I'm moving on. Here's a weird question. Yeah. Do you gender it? Like, oh, it's a boy. Yeah. Oh, it's a boy. Oh, it's a boy. All right. Oh yeah, it's red. It's red and black. It's definitely a boy. <laughs> the next one I'm getting, I believe, is yellow, so I'm on the fence. Because mm-hmm. that's very, I mean, I don't know, and I love yellow. But I have a red car that I consider a girl. It's it's because of, like, the, the harsh red, white, and black that's on it. It's, there's nothing that makes me think girl about it. And I'm definitely the tougher one of the two of us. I would say I'm more badass, by the way between me and the cart. Okay, yeah, so it's definitely a boy. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why, because it's a little bit more dainty than I am, mm-hmm. so it's definitely the boy and I'm the girl, because I definitely work harder. Yep. I mean, it's got wheels. Give me a break. 
<laughs> Enough said. I don't have wheels, okay, walking up this hill or this mountain, and it's got wheels. I mean, like, could you take an easier way out? Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> so it's definitely a man, and yes, I can't wait to get a female car, and I think I'm going to name it something great. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know what? I think if I name it a female car, it'll work harder, and it'll work stronger, and it won't break. And that's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am woman here for. If anyone out there has any <laughs> suggestions for names for the yellow cart, then maybe uh, comment on Facebook or yes. something like that. That could be fun. Yes. Yes. And also the awesome women that I have met, they're going to a giant, uh, there's like a big woman rally in Birmingham, Alabama mm. this Saturday. And I wish I could go to it, you know, but I'll be on my way. So I really feel like I should give this cart like an awesome female name just to like say, yes, women rock. <laughs> yeah. We are strong and we will never stop. <laughs> and so, yeah, this cart's definitely going to be a chick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting over my breakup with the first cart very well now. We're talking this through and this is good therapy. So. Well, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Yeah. You know, I'm always here for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm letting the dogs in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. We didn't have dog talk, but I guess we could skip it this week. But What about the dog? Uh, I mean, it looked like, I mean, I, I couldn't quite tell from the picture, but it looked like there might be a pug there. Is that true? What picture? I'm trying to think of what picture. It's the one, like, where you're kind of in front of a cave. Oh, no, that's like a tiny, tiny little tiny dog. It's almost, that's a... Half, I don't even know, part rat terrier and, like, something else. Yeah, that was just a dog that came hiking with us. Wicked awesome dog. That was Katie's mom's dog, Barbara's dog, yeah. Okay. Wicked awesome dog named named Amelie after the movie Amelie. Hmm, okay. Which is a great movie, anyone who hasn't seen it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, so dog talk. What do you, what do you got? Okay, so Lucky, the picture that you saw at Sunset of Philip and Lucky um, in Guntersville, that dog is amazing. Apparently, he found, he worked in Kosovo for the last nine years, and he found that dog in the middle of the road in the middle of the night and picked him up and has been his dad ever since, and he's the most amazing giant dog. And then I came over to Amy's here, Amy and Jason's in Huntsville, and they have two amazing dogs, Gizmo and uh, Reggie. Reggie's like a big black lab slash, oh, I forgot the other half. Black lab and a golden retriever. And then Gizmo's just, I don't know, but he's a, he's a little firecracker. And I like them both very much. And they snuggle with me. And I love it. Excellent. <laughs> so that's my dog talk for the week. It's good. It's good to get that in there, I think. And I and when I was walking, two really big dogs were barking at me, and then I immediately stopped and was like, hi, and they just were, like, pet me and, like, licking me and, like, followed me for a good, like, 400 yards, and I was like, please don't get hit by a car, you know, and then mm. uh, they were like, one of them really looked at me like, I kind of want to come with you, but, oh, the other dog's staying back. Uh, I'm going to stay. I'm sorry. And I miss my dogs more than anything in the whole wide world. And I love Tim, too, but I really miss my dog. <laughs> Especially Cody. I like him the most. The same. Yeah. So I think that's everything, though. All right. Well, sounds good. Um, I guess I'll give a shout-out to um, Still Buffering, since they sent some 
nice people your way. Yes. Still Buffering is a podcast uh, with three sisters, one of whom is currently a teenager. That's uh, Riley Smurl. And then her two older sisters. The oldest is like a couple years younger than you. Okay, cool. And sort of the idea is they talk about like what things are like for what different things are like for teenagers now versus oh, very cool. What they were back in the day. Of course, I'm ten years older than any of them, so listening to that just makes me feel as old as dirt. Ah. But it's a it's a it's a really nice podcast. I like I I, I enjoy it and. Uh, so if any of those sisters are listening, then that's really exciting, and uh, thank you. And well, and I also, I also mentioned Still Buffering to um, the Beth, who is at WRLH today, mm-hmm. so that the word about Still Buffering might get out in Huntsville, uh, Alabama as well. Cool. Well, it's good to hear from you, Lindsay. Good to hear from you. Yeah, it's good to hear that you're in a... In a uh, a nice spot. I seem to always find the nice people who are willing to take me in and deal with me. It's nice. <laughs> so turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. 